it makes sense for me to take you back to around about 2011 when the Financial and Fiscal Commission reviewed the local government fiscal framework. At that particular point, one of the key issues that we were beginning to observe was that as the pool of resources going to local government was growing, a relatively higher share was going to the more urbanized municipalities, and that was a major concern. So we then decided to review the formula, and in 2013, a new formula was introduced, which uh, reversed that pattern whereby as the pool increases, the new formula then redistributes relatively more resources to the rural municipalities, which means you are making relatively more resources available as the pool grows. But now where we are at is that uh, within the different types of municipalities, urban, rural, uh, or or peri-urban, there are specific circumstances prevailing in each of those municipalities that require uh, further interrogation. And that is something that we have referred to as a a differentiated approach to the local municipalities or the local government sphere in terms of allocation of resources. Now, there are two aspects to this, uh, which came out of the local government uh, fiscal framework review of 2011. The one was realigning and reviewing the nature of the conditional grants, which constitute quite a substantial amount of resources going to local government, especially to the relatively more urban municipalities. And secondly, to refine the components, the various components of the formula, the the revised formula itself. So the work that we've been doing now has been to try and see how we can uh, reconfigure the grants especially those grants that are targeted at addressing rural development challenges in line with the National Development Plan. And and that is the work that we, we are currently uh, talking about. If we look at something like um, urbanization, how is this impacting on what's going on in rural municipalities, for example? Yeah, there are two issues about urbanization and uh, generally, the revenue sharing uh, 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 processes in, in the country. The first part of it is that most of our revenue sharing formula are driven by population patterns in one way or another. So, as people migrate from rural areas to urban areas, they migrate with the money that is associated with them and the services that they receive. Now, at a provincial level, because you you can't separate what happens at a provincial level in terms of the resources that goes to a province and what happens in a municipality, there's a a, a relationship to that. So when provinces lose money because they are losing losing, uh, population, municipalities will experience a similar kind of pressure on their resources. Now, which basically means that the impact of migration and uh, the urbanization itself is in such a way that it has a negative impact on the resources that go to those areas that are losing the, 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 the population. Now, what makes it worse with municipalities is that uh, the, the, the profile of uh, people that migrate tends to be young people that are productive or that are of a productive age. 
And then those that come back are the ones that are old, that are no longer working, that require uh, support from the state. Which means that in terms of the revenue basis, that uh, local government or municipalities, especially those rural ones, the revenue basis are constrained in terms of people that must pay for the services. So they Mm -hmm. will rely on subsidies. And if you have a tight fiscal environment, uh, and, and the, the revenue resources are not growing, then the programs that are aimed at rural development that are controlled by municipalities will also be affected. And speaking to that challenge, so the collection of revenue, as we already see, um, you know, is not ideal. You have uh, consumers who have high debt levels, uh, poor determination of tariffs, a whole basket of things which I'm sure you all too aware of. So will the commission be recommending, um, you know, ways for rural municipalities to deal with such challenges? Yes, uh, the, 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 the issue of uh, municipal debt is also a, a, a significant challenge in the sense that whilst municipalities have their own challenges in terms of collection, there's also the other side of it where uh, consumers like your private sector, uh, your, your, your government departments are also not paying municipalities. Now, the, the areas that the Commission has, has looked at has been like to look at what the root causes of, of, of this lack of, of poor debt collection by municipalities, what are the root causes of those. Now, what we, what we find is that in the rural areas, there is a, these have a lot to do with the capacity to collect information and keep uh, uh, up-to-date data. There's also a, a very little capacity in terms of the skills that are required uh, to determine, for example, determining tariffs and improving billing systems in the rural municipalities. Now, these issues now have been, uh, you know, been with us for a very long time, especially the issue of capacity. Now, we have um, uh, 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 in the past uh, had a number of capacity building programs, including Manje, uh, which was the most recent one. Now, coming out of Manje, you then had uh, an institution called MISA that was established on the one side, plus also the DBSA, which was also like assisting with capacity building in, 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 these, in these municipalities. Now, National Treasury is also taking a very active step in terms of trying to address some of these programs from a financial management uh, uh, side, and hopefully the work that National Treasury has done, at least in uh, forcing uh, different accounting officers of government departments to begin to understand the challenges that uh, they impose on municipalities if they do not actually pay the debt that municipalities are owed. So, so that push uh, would basically go a long way in assisting with dealing with, uh, with, uh, with some of these challenges. There are also other uh, uh, areas where some municipalities, especially the richer municipalities, have moved into prepaid technology, which has actually improved the revenue, the revenue collection. So there's a lot of uh, sharing of knowledge and learning from each other that needs to happen. But in the rural context, it becomes very complicated because quite a number of of these municipalities 
find themselves in areas where the skills have actually emigrated. Mm. And our submission, the primary story around our submission is that government programs that are aimed at developing the rural areas need to be coordinated far much better than they currently are. And because they are filling in a part of our revenue sharing mechanism, which we refer to as the developmental role of local government. So national departments do have these programs that are aimed at dealing with the rural poverty and rural development. But the programs are not always coordinated. And, 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 and uh, so they are very much sector-specific or sector-focused instead of focusing on the full range of the municipal services that are required in order to attract uh, more investment into these uh, 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 depressed areas.